While in Damascus, the Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov was greeted by huge cheering crowds. That reception was in marked contrast to the harsh criticism directed at the Russians since they vetoed the United Nations draft resolution on Syria at the weekend. So what exactly are the Russians now hoping to achieve in Syria? I put that question to Alexander Nekrasov, a former advisor to the Kremlin and now a journalist in London. Sergei Lavrov was um, asking the Security Council to postpone the vote on the resolution until he goes and meets uh, President uh, Assad and hopefully negotiate some sort of a solution out of the crisis or at least attempt to negotiate a solution. But uh, unfortunately, uh, he was not given the time and the voting took place uh, before his trip. To say that um, Russia is looking you know, very bad on the international scene, I don't think it's the case because Russia is trying to allow diplomacy to work. I mean, maybe it's the last attempt. The fact that uh, President Assad is continuing the onslaught against the protesters is his own decision. The point is that if Russia and China would have voted for that resolution, we would have had a Libyan situation where President Assad and his supporters would have become desperate. There would be no other way out for them, and the bloodshed would have increased. It's, it's as simple as that. And if diplomacy doesn't work, it's not Russia's fault or China's fault. It's the fault of President Assad. The point is that the resolution itself, the draft, did not really provide any solution to the crisis in the sense that it was giving President Assad a very, very short timetable, 23 weeks, to basically stop everything. It was impossible to do that. And I think that this resolution would have led to probably another decision, and that might have been military intervention. So Russia and China are trying to do everything possible to resolve this situation. Russia doesn't want to lose its base. They don't want to lose their arms sales. Is that what it's really about? To be honest with you, Russia is a nuclear power. You know, all those bases, all those, you know, aircraft carriers being sent here and there and everywhere, it doesn't really matter in a global sense, because uh, Russia can, you know, defend itself without those bases. The fact is that Russia has a very long relationship with Syria, going back to the Soviet days. I think that the United Nations have failed in trying to negotiate a peace settlement or some sort of resolution. Russia is trying that last-ditch attempt. And I think the fact that two permanent members of the Security Council of the United Nations, China and, and Russia, have decided that this particular resolution will not help to resolve the situation, I think it speaks for itself, basically. What's likely to happen? Sergei Lavrov has made his uh, position clear to President Assad that this violence cannot continue. He stressed that he was not going there to tell him, you must step down, because regime change is not something that R Russia is doing. In this situation, any attempt to prevent more people getting killed is probably a worthwhile attempt. Assad ignores Russian advice if he decides to continue this uh, activity against his people. What will Russia do then? Will it, will it roll back in with the other Western powers and say, you know, we should uh, have a unified frontier? Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov already said that this resolution can be changed. So he basically implied that if his efforts fail, then there would be other measures taken. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if Russia and China then would join the West. That's Alexander Nekrasov speaking to me a little earlier.